This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Welcome to the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. We are at the Library Studios up in Glenshaw. Our producer, Ben Stoneham, is here. John, let's. Let's get right down to it. I, mm. I looked at the rundown. You made an addition this afternoon, and it's ominous and terrifying. It reads, Lanternfly Toddler. Well, it's like this. <laughs> oh, no. If you're like me, I've probably killed 200 of those Yes. this summer so far. Right now, it's like peak. Some of them are, are starting to get juicier. They're turning red. And I, I now I, I forget what they look like when they're full grown almost because I've I've been looking for these the oh, black and white stink you're bug about looking to things. Remember. Yeah, but I am a proud father. In the summer, I take my kid to the park a lot, and there's a lot of other little toddlers. And I have instilled uh, my child as well as the children that he plays with at the park with a, a pure, insatiable bloodlust. They are <laughs> out for these. <laughs> Bad buggies, we call them, and we go after them, and we are out here, we go to the park, and I've totally changed my, it, it's really helped, I think. Whoever did this actually did us a huge solid, because you get to the park, it's the swing, it's the slide, it's the monkey <laughs> board, we've done it a million times. They did this, they did this for, for me and for all the parents out there who want a sweet, awesome game to like... Rev your kids up. My kid is, he wakes up, he's like, let's kill, let's kill, kill, kill. <laughs> and it's awesome. And I think that if we got together, you know, if we just optimized and deputized all the toddlers around here to kill these lantern flies, we will have saved the planet. I'm a little concerned. Well, first off, I just want to commend you. You're a great father. Thank you. And you're a great steward of the next generation. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. Will it have to stop when they're indiscriminately squashing all bugs? He did kill a ladybug, and I had to explain that this was different. It's different. I'm a little worried what the rest of the summer is going to look like, because I felt up until about a week ago, I was like, there's really not that many. I'm like, maybe they're in Ohio now. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they've moved on. They haven't. It's real bad. Yeah. And they're about to be full grown and real gross, Mm -hmm. flying into your face. Um, I want to share this really quick. I don't. I don't think I've shared this, but I went to a wedding recently, a few months ago, and my buddy's dad is a, is a notorious. Uh, he's he gets up to shenanigans. You okay. know, I used to hang out with him at Shales before Penguin Games, but uh, I had heard this story from my friend like ten years ago. He, I'm like, how's everything going? Hey, how's like how's your dad doing? He's like, oh man, he like. He had like a, a bit, we had to go to the ER the other day, and I'm like, oh, this could be about anything. Mm. And what happened? And he's like, we were at a family reunion, and everyone had been drinking all day, and as soon as the sun went down, a moth flew in his ear. What? Yeah, a moth. 
a moth flew in his ear and he's like, you know, nah, we don't we didn't really have any medical professionals in the family, so people are like trying to hold my dad down and dump beer in his <laughs> oh ear <laughs> to kill the moth. So he had to go to urgent care and then I think formally the doctors and get them to take he's like I talked to him I so saw I like finally brought it up at the wedding. I it was, was like, like Silence of the Lambs, they have to like get it out. I it's right. There's a lot of terrifying imagery when right. a bug crawl or like in Star Trek two when like Khan puts those sandworms in the dude's ears. Mm. Anyway, I was like, so what happened? He's like, Dad, I'll tell you what. I could hear that thing flapping in my <laughs> ear for about three hours before they saw me at whatever mercy or whatever. I'm like, Man, oh must have my a large God. ear hole. Yeah. Well, then it's like, if it could happen to him, it could happen to me. Could be a moth in my yeah. ear. So now I'm afraid of moths. Because why wouldn't you be? Right. Jamming your finger in there. Dusty ass moth. Get out of my ear, you perv. Well, yeah, so it's about to be lanternfly summer. Mm Mm-hmm. But summer just got a little less hot in Pittsburgh. I think that's true. You left me an unhinged voice note the other day regarding this very topic. Yeah, Beyonce is canceled. It's a bummer. Bummer. I was... You know, thinking about Jay-Z sitting on Parkway West in traffic trying to get to Akershire <laughs> Stadium. And I realized that's probably why it was canceled. Excuse me, driver, what the f*** is happening right now? <laughs> it always slows down at the tunnel, Mr. Z. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, he's like, listen, I told my boss, I said we should go West End. I said that. He didn't want to hear it. Jay-Z's like, I really, I don't have time for this. I don't understand what you're saying. Other people are speculating that the reason that the Beyonce concert was canceled was because, you know, logistically they didn't think that we as a city were ready for all this jelly. Okay. (laughs) Like you mean at an infrastructure level. Right. That's what I heard. No, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of dudes who their whole like make good of their relationship was predicated on like, Oh, you're right. I got Miranda tickets to go see Beyonce. This is going to get me back in the good graces. I know I acted ridiculous and I a moth flew in my uncle's ear at the family thing. It was very traumatic for her. She's upset. But now we got Beyonce on the horizon. Say I missed, my name, say my name. You when mi- no one is around you. <laughs> like dudes that missed out on the Taylor Swift tickets. Right. Too pricey or whatever. Right. Like the sold immediately. Tickets for Queen Bay, yeah. And then what are you going to do? Take her to... See Ed Sheeran. That is a major step down. Beyonce to Ed Sheeran. Uh, yeah. Are you no. so, John? You're a you're a songwriter. You're an artist. Mm. You play the guitar. Sure do. Where do you land on Ed Sheeran? I don't get it. I never got it. It's okay. I don't have to get everything. What I think is wild is that he is he does the loop station thing. For those that don't know, the loop station is where like a guy has a piece of equipment that makes it so that like cool, I'll play this guitar line and then loop it. So you hear it again and again, and then he'll play something over it and he'll do it again and again. And, you know, that's cool. Some people do that. Like the first time, couple times you see that, you're like, oh, wow, it's like a one-man band. He can like create so much sound. But then when you get to the level where you're playing at Akershire and you're doing it, it kind of just looks cheap at that point. It's like you could be employing a band, help create this sound with you, you cheap motherfucker! Why don't you Why don't you hire at least a bass player and a drummer? Yeah. Like, hey, Ed. Why don't you open the books? Yeah. Seriously, I'm like, okay. So he's getting how much extra money from that? Like, come on, come on, Ed. Was he solo the whole time? That's what I, as I understand it, he does these big stadium tours solo. If I see a one man band, 
I wanted to be the insane guy with the bass drum on his chest. Yeah, like the Dr. Seuss character Correct. thing. Yeah. Cymbals at his knees, yeah. blowing a tin whistle, mm-hmm. and you know, like his uh, his other foot is operating a hi hat attached to his head, mm. like one of those propeller hats. That's, yeah, that's what I want to see. That's art, is what yeah. that is. But of course, Ed Sheeran, he did make a stop at a local local chain restaurant. He was at Caliente handing out pizzas. We had the opportunity as a city to show Ed Sheeran what we're all about. What we're all about. And someone in a meeting said, someone who was on their phone, the, right. the duration of the meeting heard like, you know, Ed Sheeran's going to have to eat. He's a human being, right? Like we could take a, where could we go? Where could right. we take him? And they looked up and they said, I really like Caliente. We should, we should like take him to Caliente. And then you pick the Crafton one, which is great. He said, looking over at Benstonium, who's from Crafton, which mm. is the g- great Caliente. I guess. That's like... Never been. Do- been. Ooh. This reminds me of the time um, Oasis was really big. Right. In the 90s. Mm-hmm. And Noel Gallagher went to... Vicelli's, which at the time was Pizza Outlet. He went he went to Pizza Outlet in Monroeville and then they yeah. sent uh the other Gallagher. What's his name? Liam. Liam. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that pizza outlet in Forest Hills. Um <laughs> where he just sort of screamed at everybody. Yeah, I wonder but see that that makes sense though, because Pizza Outlet is like sort of a local it's the gold standard. Right. When you think Western Pennsylvania Culinary in yeah, general. Right. I mean had that one circled. That's a that's a must that's a stop. no brainer. Well, of course, you know the Noel Gallagher thing at Pizza Outlet, Monroe. I mean, that was that was a disaster. Mm. It was a PR snafu. It made national headlines. People lost their jobs over that, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Even the even the kid that was putting flyers on windshields at Monroeville Mall got canned. Right. I, I don't know if you remember this, but in '94, Elton John actually did a a similar public facing appearance oh i remember this yeah, yeah. he was at beto's mm-hmm. in banksville for those that don't know um but if you've seen elton john's behind the music if you're as big a fan vh1 yeah right yeah. as as you and i are of elton john we actually oh. pulled a clip that addresses elton john's brief appearance at the banksville beto's oh wow decades before ed sheeran was found slinging pies at caliente pizza and crafton Another British songsmith was working a day shift just southwest of Pittsburgh. In 1994, prior to his sold-out show at Three Rivers, Elton John was found working a shift at Beto's Pizza on Banksville. Listen, buddy, last time I'm going to tell you, when it comes out, then you put the cheese on. Do you know who I am? I played the troubadour in 1970. I I don't care if you're Sophie Maslow's godson. Pull your head out of your ass. What initially started as a ham-fisted promotion for his face-to-face tour with Billy Joel turned chaotic as Sir Elton came face-to-face with the dinner rush. I'm down a hostess and two cashiers. We're in the weeds well, right hold now. Hold on, hold Put on. an apron on and act like you I care. I thought I was running the line. You better put on a hairnet for those peacock feathers. Longtime songwriting partner Bernie Toppin did his best to help the six-time Grammy Award winner navigate back-of-house service. Elton, you've got to get out of your own head, mate. So you've sorry. got to knead the dough. You've got to re- like really knead it. What's the lyric? Pepperoni. All right. And cheese. Here we go. We're a great songwriting team. We could be a great pizza maker. You weren't open toed shoes in a kitchen right now. What? 
The genius behind Captain Fantastic and Goodbye Yellow Brick Road met his match with Beto's unique pizza style. This cheese is cold. That's right. Why, why aren't we melting this extra cheese? That's what they do here at Beto's. I don't understand. Yeah, well, I don't know why you did Don't Go Breaking My Heart with Kiki D. That sucked, well, my man. It's not quite fair, is it? Sadly, tragedy struck near the end of their shift as his longtime friend and co-writer was horribly maimed by a cheese grater. Elton, my hand, it's, oh admittedly, Put your hand the, in the, the grater cheese. wasn't very dull, but it hurts. Bloody cheese everywhere. On the next Behind the Music, we look back at the time Donnie Iris hired the Hells Angels to work security at his Nick's Fat City show and the terror that ensued. I mess with Beatles, John. You mess with Beatles? Never been. You've had it. I swear. Really? Really. I like it. If I'm ever down there, I'm getting furious, you know? That's completely reasonable. Right, but I, I should make it a point to do it. It's good. You know what? You know the cheese is cold. Right. That's their thing. I got it. <laughs> but you know what? They're extremely, they're an extremely old place. Like okay. It's not like they, like, yeah, opened yeah. two years ago. It's like, it's like. That helps. When, uh, when Steven Marcini moved here from San Francisco right. 18 months ago, he came on a wing and a prayer. Right. It's like, no, this. They're it's, not Caliente, is what you're telling me. Well, what are you going to do? John, the Pirates, MLB draft. Hell yeah. It looks like they did the right thing. They didn't draft a high schooler. Right, we didn't draft some middle school kid with a <laughs> really good uh, Colt League batting average. Right, um, who, who years later we'll find out was 19. Yeah. They drafted Paul Skeens. Yeah. As soon as a first-round pick happens across the sports world in Pittsburgh, the race to creating the next big t-shirt begins. Mm -hmm. And let me throw my submission out right. there. Okay. I don't know if you've seen the picture of him, but he looks very hipster. The stash. He has the stash, but yeah. he also has like the little flow in the back right. with the shaved sides. So like a yeah. little baby mullet. Mm -hmm. Which is in. Like I'm being dead serious. Paul Skeens looks like a dude who tended bar at Brillo right. in 2007. Yeah. He plays bass in a, like an indie kind of noise rock band. They played the Rex ones. Yeah, yeah. It's like it was great. Yeah. It's his cover photo on Facebook, right. which is a new thing in 2007. Mm -hmm. It's Skeens' face looking hipster like that. And then underneath it says, a Lawrenceville original. Hell yeah. People would be so jacked on. Right. <laughs> to find out more, not just about Paul Skeens, because let's be honest, this this interview forthcoming has, has very little to do with him. Just a, a, a check-in on the state of the Pirates... I think, I would say the unofficial Pirates mascot, but for me, the official fan mascot for sure of the Pirates. You've seen him at Pirate Games. He's got a tremendous Twitter presence also, John. He is Chris from Renegades of the Rotunda. Chris, thanks so much for joining us, and I, I want to ask, uh, like, I guess how it got started, how and when the Renegades got started. Uh, I'm going into, like, season two. Uh, what is this? This is going to be season 11 for me. I think it's 10 with the crew. The joke is that it's my best bad idea ever because I had been doing it for a while solo. And then one day I just started saying like, hey, does anybody want to drink a bunch of beer dressed like a pirate at the pirate games? And people just showed up like people I've never met before <laughs> just kind of showed up and we've been doing it ever since. Like you said, it didn't take a whole lot of encouragement to get that initial group out there has anyone ever taken it too seriously and been like listen i'm not into baseball 
but I am deeply into using nautical terminology and pillaging. I'm just here for the sea shanties. Right. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think we've gotten to that point yet. But I could be mistaken. Maybe they're they're now it's like splinter groups of pirates. Maybe they just like the singing. Chris, about how many games do you go to a year? And I guess give me your feeling on the season thus far with the hot start and you thinking i'm imagining uh i'll just quit my job and ride this streak as long as as long as i can i'll live at the ballpark april had me packing my bags man 20 and 8 like that was i was finally finally justified in watching the pirates all these years (laughs) uh the most i had been to in a season was probably oh it was a lot it was almost 50 games yeah, there's there's a couple games a year that we can't miss. One, the first one and the last one for sure. Hawaiian shirt day is always a big plus, even though I guess it was chaos this year getting in. Mm. I saw the light. It looked like people were like climbing up the Willie Stargell statue and jumping over the gates. Instant reaction to the Pirates' first round pick, Paul Skeens. I'm a big fan of the Skeens pick uh, for for two reasons. One, uh, he's a dynamite pitcher. You know, I, I watched some college baseball this year. It was cool to watch LSU. Uh, my second reaction, the, another reason why I like him, is that he's an absolute lunatic. He's like a certifiable crazy person. And I wish we had a baseball team made up of nothing but like psychopaths that only care about winning baseball games. Hell yeah. You, you'd mentioned some, some stuff to me off air, like about things that he's said in relationship to his work ethic and mindset. If you could share those with the listeners, that'd be great. Yeah, uh, according to a report from ESPN, he would just like walk up to teammates and look them in the eyes and just tell them stuff like, I work harder than you, and then just walk away. Like that was the full conversation, full stop. <laughs> Do you even get patted down anymore? Like, could you take a a rapier into the game? We do have swords. We do take swords in. Um, it's the thing for me is like initially we got hassled with it. And uh, it was like, like really like, you know, we're getting wanded all the time and all this. And as I'm like getting shaken down by the one, the one security guy who is mercifully no longer there, uh, a guy was walking in in front of me with a Jolly Roger just nailed to a two by four. <laughs> and I just like kind of gestured at that. And he was like, oh, OK, we'll get in there. It's uh, like I have a flag zip tied to bamboo. And he's like, well, I don't know about this. <laughs> it's just a guy with like a six foot two by four with the nails just kind of like sort of bent down. <laughs> mm. <laughs> just why just walk right in. Oh, we did get a Long John Silver's flag confiscated once. We bought one of the Long John Silver's <laughs> flags from uh, from eBay. It was the one that used to be on top of one of the stores. And uh, yeah, it was confiscated because uh, Long John Silver's is not their sponsor. The Long John Silver flag. <laughs> uh, you should you should run it back, but. One of the ones that also has the A&W logo on it. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> then they're going to get me twice. Now I'll get two C&Ds. Yeah, you're a pirate, damn it. You're a, right. I should be able to fly my banner where I'm here, aren't I? You scallywag. You, you got my 16 bucks. Chris, where can people find uh, follow you and, and where can they find out more about the Renegades? Uh, you can you can find us on Twitter at PGH Renegades. Uh, and if you search Renegades, there are a ton on the other, the other apps we're on there. Hell yeah, man. Thanks so much for doing this. We really appreciate it. You the man. Keep up the good work and keep holding down the fort on the rotunda. I appreciate you, fellas. Let's go, Bucks. I love it. It's it, The commitment, too, is a big thing. There's a lot of time. It's not like, I go to eight Steeler games a yeah, year. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you are... It's a lot. It's a lot of games. That's not like, hey, I like to dress up sometimes. Like, that's... Right. Yeah. Tip of the, the old pirate hat to him. 
when you're as committed to the bit as he is, going to 50-some games a year in full regalia. Dude, full... I couldn't go to 50 pirate games a year if you put me in the Lexus Club <laughs> with, like, people fanning me. and Lexus Club and, like, round-trip driven door-to-door to both yeah. games. Like, you're going in through your own... I'd still be, like, game 42, I'd be like, oh... <laughs> Mr. Binley, great to see you again. again. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot. I respect his craft and his commitment to the bit. He's made it. He made a thing, hmm. John. And we should respect him for it. Love him. I want to say, uh, you know, it got me thinking about other like unofficial Pittsburgh sports mascots. Who's on your list? Well, I, you know, there was of course Penguins Hulk Hogan from back in the day. I think he passed, which is unfortunate, but that was a pretty cool bit because he used to do the feather boa, and he legitimately did look like Hulk Hogan. Mm. Um, There's the mustache man of the Lexus Club at PNC Park. He's sweet. Uh, He's like a vendor. But then there's a bunch of ones where essentially with each one of them, (laughs) (laughs) with each one, you could like pause for a second Mm. and ask yourself the question. Is that cool? Is that cool? (laughs) I don't know. Is that cool? This is, is the bit. Cool? This is a new segment. Is that cool? <laughs> we're just asking the question. We're not opining. Not saying anything. That's not what we're here to do. We're here to get you, the listener, thinking. Okay. I'm just going to start naming them. All right. Pope Yinzer. It's a guy from Jefferson Hills dressed like the Pope. Is that cool? Mascot Troy. Started in 2006. He would go to the Halloween game every year dressed as Troy Palomalu. Is he Polynesian? Doesn't look like it. Is that, is that cool? <laughs> There's also a woman, John, who, like Myron Cope, once said something about terrible lingerie. Mm. And she created the terrible bra, which she wears to games. It has nipple tassels. Uh, she's doing tassel work? She does tassel work okay. at the games. Look at them double yoys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that cool? Steeler Jesus. Is that cool? Complete. Now, hold on. Hold on. Before you ask the question, before you insert your judgy question in there, Steeler Jesus's outfit is complete with the crown of thorns. Is that cool? I will interject on this one. It's extremely cool. Mm. I, I've known Steeler Jesus for a while, and uh, he's a cool dude. And uh, for a while, like for whatever reason, he was selling some branded merch, and uh, he was selling lighters that were like wrapped with Steeler Jesus. And I bought two of them. Hell yeah. So that's going to do it for, right. <laughs> <laughs> for Is That Cool? A brand new cool? segment. Yeah. This is broken news. Oh, sh- it broke. Tad saw an interesting headline on Steelers Depot come across my feed that the Steelers are the best in the NFL at giving fans heart attacks. Something about... Uh, now, that was a bit of a sensationalized headline, but the point of the article was a lot of close one-possession games, uh, under eight points that come down down to the wire. And, uh, yeah, well, I feel like we've had a lot of those in the last couple of years uh, but it got me thinking about other teams so we're the best at giving fans heart attacks right okay what are the other teams in the league issues are they dishing out <laughs> to their fans well before right. we start i want to say blown opportunity by steelers depot because in 2006 like literally as bet as bet is fumbled this guy collapses as a heart attack 
I'm looking at an old uh, ESPN article from the Associated Press. Quote, I wasn't upset that the Steelers might lose, the man said. I was upset because I didn't want to see him, talking about Jerome Bettis, Mm. end his career like that. A guy like that deserves better. I guess it was a little too much for me to handle. Damn. That's badass. That's that's what, like, if anyone's like, oh, Steelers, like, oh, Ste- you're a Steeler fan? Well, uh, you're an idiot, yeah. whatever. It's like, nah. we have we have a 50-year-old man on the South Side who cared so much about a play that didn't even lose the game. Right. That he his heart literally broke. And I'm like 90% sure that this was at Chupka's 2 in the South Side, mm. which is, it goes to show you, Ed Sheeran should have been at Chupka's 2, Passing oh, up. Yeah. Passing I'm in up. love with your body. <laughs> I'm in love with the shape of how you look. Oh my, oh my, oh my. Chupkas too. <laughs> he should have been passing out bologna sandwiches at Chupkas too, but yeah. he wasn't. He was at Caliente for some godforsaken reason. All right, I'm going to say some teams. You tell me what medical situation they're dishing out to All their right. fans. The Jacksonville Jaguars. West Nile. Yeah. Okay. It's swampy down there, right, right? Right. Mosquitoes, I don't know, stagnant water. Right. The Cleveland Browns. Diarrhea. <laughs> the runs. <laughs> the Denver Broncos. The Bens. <laughs> right? Altitude sickness. Yeah. yeah. Do you get that from yeah. that? Indianapolis Colts. Chlamydia. Chlamydia. Right. <laughs> 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 Same way, like the- <laughs> this is turned into one big. Is that cool? Yeah, John. I was perusing one of our favorite places the other day. R slash mm. Pittsburgh. Oh God, Pittsburgh's subreddit. There is a place that exists, a place on the Pittsburgh internet where logic goes to die, where the immaculate reception never happened, where Bubby Brister is actually in the Hall of Fame. Where every post is batshit insane. It's time to enter the red zone. Someone posted this query, this brain buster Ooh. here. The post is titled Pickles at the Airport. Odd question, but I'm visiting some friends out of town who have requested Pittsburgh pickles. I don't really want to check a bag, so I was wondering if anyone knew if one of the shops in the airside terminal had pickles. The strip market seems like my best bet, but I can't find a list of what they sell. Hmm. Never in my life have I thought, you know what we do here in Pittsburgh? This is a pickle town. Well, so you haven't been to Picklesburg? I've been to Picklesburg once to hungoverly watch your band play, (laughs) you son of a bitch. (laughs) You bastard. Yeah, I gotta say, it never really jumped out to me as something that we're known for. Ketchup steel blood poisoning from swimming in the river that's right these are the things (laughs) these are the this is the bedrock on which this town was built a close-minded provincial mindset (laughs) that's exactly right john Mm -hmm. we've never been a pickle town uh so the guy's like you know i should go to maybe the strip market which what the is that? Strip market? What are you talking about? <laughs> so this carpet bagger wants to buy pickles <laughs> for his out of town friends. Sure, f-ing. go get a jar of Lassic from Giant Eagle and f- <laughs> off. 
They're really trying to make pickles a thing. <laughs> like, call, right. call the airport? Yeah. Call the strip market? Call American Airlines <laughs> today. Hi there. I'm visiting. Hi, I'm... Could you check? <laughs> Dude, grab an Annie Ann's and call it a day. Well, John... I know that there are traps out there and like pieces of tape you can buy to kill spotted lanternflies, uh-huh. but I'm not going to do that. You know why? Have a child instead. It's not as much fun. That's true. It's not as much fun as being as playing one man, one man and your child. A very tiny man. Starship troopers. Yes. Just killing bugs, yep. screaming with joy. Yep. Disrespecting them, like spitting on them and stopping them like extra. <laughs> like he's really into that. Nice. Yeah. He's going to make a great sixth grader one day. <laughs> That's going to do it for the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast. Was that cool? <laughs> Huge shout out to Liveberg Studios up here in Glenshaw. Check them out, livebergstudios.com. Major thanks to our producer, Ben Stonium. It's the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. <laughs>